0: This podcast is part of the
1: Red Five Network.
2: For more Red Five Network podcasts, visit redfive network.com. Do you like sci-fi fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books? Then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Welcome back, Sci-Fi fans, to another episode of the Science Fictionary Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm here tonight with David. Hello. And Marisha.
0: How's it going, everybody?
2: And uh, we've, man, it feels a little weird. We, we've been away for a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. uh, even though we're still mm-hmm. dropping episodes, like, you haven't had a gap in your episodes, because I spaced them out a little bit, but it's been two weeks since we sat down and recorded an episode, and uh, mm-hmm. so it's always a little weird coming back, but... Uh, David. Since we recorded last, you went to Disney.
1: I went to Disney. I went to Universal Studios. I saw uh, Hollywood Studios. So I spent m- large majority of my time in Hollywood Studios, just at Galaxy's Edge, of course, and pretty much all of my time at Universal in Diagon Alley and um, Hogsmeade. Naturally. So, uh, naturally, yes. <laughs> and I made a. Um, I filmed a lot of that stuff. Uh, the videos, by the time this podcast comes out, the video should be up on our YouTube channel, uh, The Science Fictionary. Um, it's, it's just, it's going to be two separate videos, one about Star Wars, one about Harry Potter. And it's, it, it was a very different experience going in the COVID era. And so what I decided I kind of wanted to base the videos about is what a fan's experience is like visiting these parks Mm -hmm. at the time of covid restrictions because it was a very different experience i've been before before the pandemic started and it 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 really is shocking like how much your experience changes not necessarily in a bad way not necessarily in a good way just it's just different you have to follow certain restrictions and guidelines and uh and stuff like that so i hope that the video took a lot of like pov stuff so i hope the video sort of gives people a an idea of what they'd be getting themselves into if they choose to go to one of these parks during this time
2: awesome well i'll drop the although you'll probably have it out before but just in case i'll drop the uh youtube link in this description for this episode so if this is the first you're hearing about this go check it out but uh, please go check out our YouTube channel and, and hit that subscribe button. And we've got a lot of stuff we're kind of working on for the YouTube channel, including some more trivia events, which uh, have been a lot of fun so far.
0: Yeah, excited
1: about that. They're amazing.
2: Cool. Well, uh, you didn't leave your dad at Universal or anything. Like, he didn't have to get a job there.
1: No, he, he had the plane tickets. <laughs> ah. So, I had to bring them
2: back. <laughs> All right, well, um, we're going to just t- talk about some of the stuff that's been going on this week. Um, it's not, there's not a whole lot of news. Actually, there's been a fair amount of news, but as far as stuff that we want to talk about, um, I mean, the big one, I think the one that we're excited to talk about is, uh, of course, Marvel dropped a Phase 4 teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier this week,
0: it was amazing, and I saw
2: David. I I know David was one of the first people I saw that responded to it or, or reacted to it on Twitter, and uh, I believe you said something about you know you know Marvel realizing that they're the best and they're not afraid yeah. to talk about it. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I love that about them. Like this trailer was just them being like, "Yeah, look at how freaking dope we are. You, we know you love it." We love that you love it. You know, I think that's great because they've earned that level of hubris.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I loved, I loved all of it.
2: Well, I love it. And it just kind of this celebration of, of cinema and of the theaters really, I mean, it's kind of what they were, you know, they're, I at Disney, I don't know about Disney as a whole, but it seems that Kevin Feige and the crew at Marvel studios, is ready to go back to the theaters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's been the interesting thing. I think that's one of the things we've talked about a lot, like what would be the long-term ramifications for theaters. But the truth is, is that now that things are beginning to go back to theaters, it it seems that people are really excited to go back. And I know I can't wait to go see some of these upcoming Marvel films.
0: hmm
2: And... Uh, in there and of course the first part of the first half or really probably two-thirds of that video is phase one through three it's it's all it's that that build up all those things that we've loved about Marvel for the last I mean gosh what now 13 12 years,
1: years mm-hmm. or so yeah, yeah.
2: So it's been 13 years now because of, Iron man was 2008 correct mm-hmm Yep. So in May of May of hmm. 2018, we're 13 years into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's pretty half crazy. of my life. <laughs> and the amount of stuff—I mean, that's the thing. That's the impressive thing. People talk about. Well, I don't want my favorite franchise to imitate Marvel, and and that's fine. Like, I don't want Star Wars to imitate Marvel on screen. But I would love yeah. for them to imitate Marvel in how they go about getting things produced and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um this is you know the the it, it's a well oiled machine. I mean we're we've got so much stuff coming out this year. Of course the big thing to talk about was you know we had a little bit of new footage for uh Shang-Chi and um some new Eternals. Black Widow footage, but I mean gosh, I think the big thing was the fact that they dropped a little bit of Eternals footage in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know, David, you, you've you been uh, a little critical or not critical skeptical. as much as, like, skeptical and maybe a little <laughs> indifferent to the Eternals. But yeah. what did you think about that footage?
1: Um, I mean, the thing about the footage is...
2: I mean, it doesn't tell us anything story-wise.
1: It was like, what, like when you look at it in total, probably like five seconds.
2: It was sure. essentially, it's essentially like getting moving screenshots. I mean, that's, yeah. that's essentially what we got. But, I mean, we haven't really gotten any look at this it at was, all.
1: Right. It was the classic shot of the characters looking at something and looking concerned. You know, like, that's in every trailer. Like, they're, like, looking at something and they're like, oh, what is that? Like, you got Richard Madden's face. But, um, you know what? I'll tell you what it did. It did get me a bit more excited because it reminded me that actors that I really like are in this movie. hmm Richard Madden, for example, um, and Angelina Jolie. She got a cool sword, but and I think the footage looks like, oh, cool, that's great. There, but there are people specific. The whole trailer is awesome, but specific with with Eternals, there are people who are like, oh my god, Eternals looks incredible, incredible, and it's like, all right. It's been, it was five seconds of
2: footage. Right. Down. Yeah. It's I mean, good. it's, it's not much different. The
1: whole different. trailer is incredible. Yeah. The it, thing's it,
2: awesome. It is. And it's, like I said, it's not much, what they gave us was not much different than giving us some screenshots, which is essentially what they did because that was the first thing all that stuff got screen capped. Um, uh, it was all over the place within a few minutes, but it's, uh, it is striking looking. I mean, it, it it's. It's got a really, really nice visual feel to it. Um, the characters look great. I like some of We got to see a little bit of the, the Speedsters effects there. Looked good. Um, I mean, there's, there's not a lot to talk about about it, and I'm assuming they only gave us that because I can't imagine. I'm sure that they have a trailer because that movie's been done. I'm sure they have a trailer just sitting there waiting to go but don't want three trailers out simultaneously from upcoming movies. Um, I I just can't imagine that they're going to do that. I mean, I think as soon as Black Widow's out, we're getting that other. And I could be totally wrong, but I feel like that's why they dropped that in there because they've got it ready. It just aren't quite at a place they want it or, or able to let it go yet. But, I mean, like you said, there's nothing to talk about about it as far as yeah, we didn't get anything great, but I think visually it is a stunning-looking film, at least from what we saw.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And I mean, Faggy has been—I agree—incredibly hyped up, more hyped up about this movie than he's been about one in a long time, uh, to the point where um, there's some talk about this being Marvel's first Oscar bait film. Um, I mean, they lit- they literally think that this is like a game changer of a superhero movie. And of course, you know, studios uh, are going to talk big, but they're saying things about this movie that I've never heard them say about the others.
1: Right. And you know what? I hope they're right. I don't. I like the dog on Eternals because it's an easy target, which I guess makes me a bully. I'm just kicking the kid wise down. <laughs> but I do want the movie to be good. Right. And I think it will be. Yeah, and that's I am the thing. I'm gonna
2: go see it. And I mean, of course, we we weren't doing a podcast, you know, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. But I mean, I was the same way about Guardians. I was like, "What the heck is this?" Um, right. And I love Guardians now. I mean, it's it's the closest thing we have to Star Wars in in uh in the MCU.
1: Yes, that that's a good point.
2: Um, it, it, it's. It's fantastic, and and so that's the thing is like every time they've gone to do something, and I've been like, I don't know, it always ends up being amazing. I mean, there's, I mean, you know, even the worst Marvel movie, even the worst MCU movies aren't dreadful movies. They're all rewatchable. I agree, and
1: like I'll I'll still watch Dark World if it's on TV or whatever. mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I would say that hands down Dark World is the worst MCU movie, but it's rewatchable. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not uh, atrocious. Like you said, if it's on T V, you know.
2: It's still yeah. a it's still an it's it's still a relatively high tier superhero film. You know, if you if you take yeah. the superhero genre as a whole, <laughs> the comic book genre as a whole. Yeah. The Dark World's still relatively high tier. It's not a first tier movie, but mm-hmm. it ain't at the bottom by any stretch. Right. Right. Um, um. But I, I love Marisha. What did you think about that trailer?
0: Oh, I mean, just uh, the Eternals bit? Well, I mean, just you had
2: the, the Eternals bit, and we had a little extra Shang-Chi footage, a little extra Black Widow footage. I mean,
0: they hit Black me all up in the feels. They got me. They got me right there in yeah. the feels, you know? Um, Which, and, of I mean, course, they they, were out they lit a
2: fire under everybody with that four at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I mean they're just messing with us now. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah they are. It's like they're. I, I know that someone like Kevin Feige has gotten to be incredibly excited because, like, just as we're kind of reaching the point where we feel like we kind of know what's coming from Marvel, like all of a sudden he got all these new toys to play with.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, like he got the Fantastic Four. He's got all these. You know, all the X-Men waiting over here. Mm -hmm. He's got things he can tease us with for years now. Yeah.
0: Including casting an X-Men, Quicksilver, and a Scarlet Witch show. Right. Trolly, trolly, troll, troll. -troll. (laughs) All for
1: a boner joke.
0: Alas. Alas, yeah.
1: <laughs> what What if we tune in a Fantastic Four and it's just a penis joke?
0: <laughs> I'm sure that would be a hit. We'd
1: still be like, all right, I love you, Kevin. Okay. All right. You earned that one. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the I Howard guess. the Duck
0: moment at the end of uh, Guardians. No. Um, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Guardians Yeah. The second, you sit all the way through all the daggum credits, for the second stinger to be Howard the Duck.
2: The I tell you what the most fun thing about the Howard the Duck stinger on that film on that movie was the fact that I saw the movie on opening day, mm-hmm. like I do every MCU movie. Mm-hmm. So I saw it. I knew about the Howard the Duck thing.
0: We went with friends. We and then I went.
2: Well, to. then I went again with okay. friends. And he's like, hey, is there an after credit scene? I was like, oh, yeah, just wait. <laughs> and then I got to sit there and like wait for him to realize that it was. And he, he turns around and looks at me. He goes, I sat here all the time for Howard the freaking duck. <laughs> <laughs> and by that time, I was laughing because I just saw his face as as it was happening.
0: It's like excited, and, <laughs> and then just like, oh, realization. <laughs>
2: Um, I mean that 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 end credit scene is right up there with uh, Captain America. Patience, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that the whole, you know mm-hmm. the the little commercials uh, with uh-huh. with Cap uh-huh. and uh
1: yeah.
0: Sometimes it's rewarded. Sometimes it isn't. <laughs> yeah,
1: so at the at the end of um Spider Man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that trailer was a lot of fun. Um, it was, it, it was, it, it tugged at your heartstrings. It, it hyped you up. And it did everything that it was supposed it to do. It did everything.
0: That, and they did it. I mean, they couldn't have done it better.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, we got some new, we got some title announcements also. We did. We that's right. Black Panther. Black uh, yeah. Panther I think. Is uh, I, officially I, Wakanda Forever. Yeah.
2: And I think they had kind of teased that somewhere along the way. But yeah, well, that's an official announcement. Yeah. And I love it.
1: And then Captain Marvel 2 is called The Marvels.
2: Right. Which I like. Um, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people have been kind of down on that. Um, both because some think that it's funny, but they think, oh, yeah, they're minimizing Captain Marvel's role. Or some people are upset because it appears to be minimizing Captain Marvel's role. Mm-hmm. But truth be told, we got three characters in this film Mm-hmm. Who've yeah. all held the title?
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know it'd be really freaking cool if they didn't already turn Captain Marvel into a old lady scientist character who died. I'd love to see <laughs> Captain Marvell in a movie. He's one of my favorites. I know he's one of uh, of uh, my dad's favorites mm-hmm. as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a shame that we're never going to get that yeah. character. And so
1: huh? the yeah, exactly. And the only th- Now, look, amongst comic book fans, he's actually like not that big of a deal. Like he's kind of a at least at least in the the groups that I've been with, there's a, you either love him, like you adore him, or you think he's a joke. And I totally understand. The joke is the best story he ever had was the one where he died.
2: Right. Which is
1: true, but still, like it's He's he's a great character, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, the first thing I saw when I saw the Marvels, that was my first thought was, Sigh. I mean, good title, and that's cool. And you're going to have Miss Marvel in it, which we also got those. Uh, we got those pics of her costume, which I think looks great. Miss mm-hmm. um, Marvel from the from the Disney Plus show that's coming out. So yeah. it that makes sense, like the Marvels, and I think it's a great title. No, it's a great
2: title, and I, and I'm actually I'm really curious now. Of course, I think the big question is we're calling it the Marvels, and you know a lot of people immediately think Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, but we've also got Monica Rambeau in there, which makes me wonder because she's gone by a lot of different titles. It really makes me wonder yeah. what we're going to know her as in the MCU.
1: Yeah, I don't know that. That's interesting. I because I had that same thought because. I mean maybe she should just be Photon but just in the thing called the Marvel. It's like I could I don't know. Yeah, I mean she could be um, Photon
2: and we could just get the the symbol on whatever right. her suit looks like. So mm-hmm. um it's interesting and it, it's a I think it's a great concept and it's a, it's a great concept to tie all these things uh together and to help launch these other two characters. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And of course, I think most of the other titles we kind of knew. I love the Wakanda Forever title. Um, I know that, I think it was Lupita Nyong'o that was talking a couple of days ago about how they're going about doing this and being respectful to uh, Mm -hmm. the whole situation with Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, So, I honestly, I can't wait to see how they handle that. Yeah, Um, that's going to
1: be a tearjerker.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm, I'm really, really curious to see how they're going to handle that. But uh, I'm excited. I, I, I mean, you know, we've had a little bit of a layoff, you know, waiting for these movies to come back. And, mm-hmm. um you know, I, I kind of that, that trailer, it was kind of a call to action. They're ready to go. And, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to go back to the theater. I'm ready to see these movies. And I'm excited. We've got so many of them this year. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, another thing that was kind of going on this week, and we're only going to touch on this very briefly. Um, we kind of knew this was coming uh, when the new writer for the um, for the next Superman movie was announced. We kind of all had an idea that this was where it was headed, uh, but it seems that DC is searching for a black director and a black uh, for Superman and a black actor to play Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I must have yeah. missed
0: that. I haven't done much social media ing. I'm afraid
1: it right. is extremely controversial. It, it uh, is now many I, different reasons.
2: It is for a lot of reasons, and I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say the number one reason. If they wanted to do this, and they didn't want it to be quite so controversial, the right move would have not. Would have been to not hire an activist. To to write it,
0: just hire right. somebody who is just a, a guy whose
2: comic book runs have been thoroughly hated.
0: Right, they they would have been better to hi, just hire a black writer who is just mostly right because regular, there are plenty if, plenty
2: yeah. of very very talented black writers out there. They right. could have done this and wouldn't have brought the baggage in that this guy did because mm-hmm. kind of what they telegraphed to everybody by bringing. That writer in was like, yeah, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be an activist film. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's because that's what this guy writes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and excuse me, yawn. Yeah, and it kind of gives me like this. It gives the whole movie this kind of weird feeling of like, what is this gonna be? Is this just like a? Is this just a, a PR? Like, two-hour-long PR stunt,
2: you know? Right. And, it, and because the thing,
1: the, I think that's the reaction a lot of people are having.
2: Yeah. And, and I think rightly so, because of, like I said, specifically because of the writer. I also think that it's a really weird move. I mean, just like... So right off, I, I don't have any issue with casting a black man to play Superman. Or mm-hmm. casting a black director to to, to direct it. Because they're both some very talented actors and directors out there that can do a great job of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, my issue comes in, it, again, my issue with it all comes back to the the guy that's been tabbed to write it. Mm-hmm. And the fact, that, because here's what I don't want. I'm fine with with a black Superman. I, if it, If the movie looks good, I'm going to go see it. But if it looks like it's a movie where Superman's going to tell me I'm the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Guess what? I'm not going to go see it. Neither are millions of other people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I think that's a thing. Um that's what kind of worries me. You know, as long as the Superman's a very important character to me and I don't think he's been done perfectly in film the past few years. Right. Uh, I love th- that being said. I love Henry Cavill's portrayal. Oh, which, <clears throat> by the way, um announcing that or like I don't know if Warner Brothers officially, like, said that
2: no, this is happening, but, like, the new... No, there was some... It wasn't, like, a, like an official, like, said DC at the yeah. top announcement, but it seemed pretty official. And to drop it on Henry yeah. Cavill's birthday was...
1: Ooh. Ooh,
0: dude! That's not very nice. Ooh,
1: Ooh I apologize again. We are recording late. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that sucks, because Henry Cavill is a great Superman. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just haven't liked necessarily the writing around the character the past few years. And so as long as this movie – like what I want to see from this movie is just the character being done justice, the character of who Clark Kent is and what he represents uh, and being inspiring and being a symbol of hope and being a good man and being relatable and um, lovable and and a, a symbol of what we should all aspire to be. That's how I view Superman.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: And as long as this movie captures that, I don't care. Um,
2: right. And that's the thing. Like, I felt fine. like we reached a point, like I kind of wanted them to turn around and do a Henry Cavill Superman. And that's like that Superman, like kind of that hopeful, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, very traditional Christopher Reeve Superman.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Henry Cavill has turned into a legit superstar since they hired him on to be Superman. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not that he was an unknown before, but like he has grown into a superstar since they hired him. Mm -hmm. And they're just, it's like, it's like if Marvel had done Iron Man and then been like, "Uh, you know, Robert, we just, we really don't want to work with you anymore.
0: We're going to go a different direction. With this character. I mean, that's yeah, kind of like how I feel,
2: that's kind of what I feel about this. Like, as far as this, as far as the DC universe, mm-hmm. like, how how do you just like throw yeah. your relationship with Henry Cavill away? And they really kind of did the same thing. I mean, it hadn't been as much about it, but I don't think Ben Affleck enjoyed working with them at all. No. People don't talk about that as much because nobody's as worried about whether Ben Affleck is coming back to play Batman. But I mean, I thought he was He was, was great. A, was fine as Batman. Yeah. But um honestly, like Henry Cavill like I said, he's a superstar, he's young, he could play that this role for 10 years. Mhm. And they're just like, oh yeah, no, we're gonna do something different.
1: And he'd happily do it, yeah. Right. And
2: and here's the thing. Here's what I, here's what I am happy about, because you can't tell me as soon as it's like, like legit, and it may already be in the works, because studio the studios know. If they cut Henry Cavill loose over at DC, he will show up in a Marvel movie so fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: And there yeah, are just right. there are dozens of characters just custom tailored to him.
1: Well, I mean, oh, he would he, be amazing at so many different characters.
2: Hercules, anyone? And I mean, you know, he it's it's coming. Like, you know, I, I firmly believe that as soon as it's like, yeah, we're not doing another Henry Cavill movie. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige ain't stupid. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hercules, that was a great one. Um That'd be a lot of fun. Captain Britain's being yeah. thrown out a lot.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, there's a lot of really cool things you could do. I'd have to think on it more. But uh, that'd be, that. be that, that's a fun topic. Who does Henry Cavill play in a Marvel movie? Mm-hmm. But you're right. Um, they're kind of thrown away, and that kind of sucks. But, you know, at the end of the day, all I care about is a good Superman movie that captures what the core values of the character are. Is.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Um if that's what we get, that's great. If not, that sucks. Can't wait for the next one.
2: Yeah. Uh
1: which is kind of how I've been dealing with Superman movies my entire life anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> But that
2: but that's kind of the thing. Like, this is Superman. Like I should be pumped up and ready to see this movie, but I'm not. And it has yeah. nothing to do with the color of the skin of the actor.
0: Mm-hmm. It just has to do with with the the
1: writer. Well, and the the kind of
0: the signaling of like, we're gonna make this. Okay, I always come back to Force Awakens. Like the poster shows up and it's got a woman and a black man on it. And they weren't like, Everyone, we're going to tell you how virtuous we are, and we are hiring a black man and a woman to lead our new Yes, yes, I know we're amazing. Good on us for doing the woke thing. They just did it. Now, I mean, you could argue that they could have done a lot more with that um, particular black man in the course of the story and that maybe he was not utilized to his full potential. But the fact remains that they just did it and it was and they did a good job and people liked it and it wasn't it didn't have to be this huge virtue signaling rigmarole and three-ring circus it was just like and here's the cast
2: well i mean it's always been and this is this always applies especially when we're talking about you know superheroes or just your general badass characters don't don't the character doesn't need to like actually tell me they're awesome mm-hmm. like just show me that they're awesome Right.
1: Yeah. There's a great char- There's a great line from Game of Thrones where Tywin Lannister says to Joffrey, "Any man who ha- has to say I am the king is no true king." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, These characters don't need your help. Mm-hmm. Is the best thing I can come up with. Like, Superman doesn't need your help to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Batman right. shouldn't need your help. Um, and and yeah, that's exactly how 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 I feel about it. Um they don't need to do these like sort of manufactured like in a fa- like oh we got to do this 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 and you don't you know
2: um it's a paint by, even, it's making movies by paint by numbers as like you y- yeah. y- you have this you 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 build a checklist and say these are all the things that have to be in the movie
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and it doesn't matter how you do it they have to be in there and that is not a good way to write yeah. a story. That's
1: just, that's yeah. just, that has nothing to do with even just Superman. That's just like any bad story. Yeah. Exactly. that's not a way to write the story. I especially, so at the end of the day, go ahead. At reason. the
0: end of the day, what?
1: At the end of the day, if somebody has a good story that they want to tell and they feel they need to tell it and they, and they have, they have written a good story then I want to see it. Yeah. let's mm-hmm. let's do it and if it's good that's great and that's 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 what i'm worried about staying true to the character and having a good story a good movie and i hope that's what we get
0: the other thing i really hope is that um it kind of seems like the the writer also kind of likes to he he, kind of seems to like to court controversy, and I do hope that part of that doesn't include. And here's an even grittier version of Superman that that your kids can't see. <laughs> you know, it's like, especially you know, and, and and I do think you know, in in these movies, representation is important, and I think that it's really important, especially. I mean, all the the kids who got to see somebody look like them be. In um, Black Panther, and got to see this yeah. awesome story. I want, it's I want the, repre- the children to be able to see this representation. I want it to be a story not just for my kids, because I I want my kids to be able to see it because it's a, a Superman movie. But I really feel that you know that black children really deserve to be able to see a movie that and and W uh, not W B um, yeah. Yeah, Warner Brothers has kind of gotten farther and farther away from that family friendly kind of vibe. Yeah, and you know they're they're definitely
2: not really worried about making family friendly superhero movies,
0: which is a shame. Like I said, especially for I feel like it's an if if they cast and make this movie with a black Superman, I feel like that's a significant cultural. Moment, oh. and, and I think it's something that children should be able to engage with. And I'll just I, I, tell
2: you why they don't do it. They don't feel like they can compete with Marvel unless they do something different.
0: Uh, breaking the mold as right. far as the casting. But, I, mean, I feel like it's especially important that it be something thing, for kids.
2: Like, and, and we are big supporters of representation in film. Kids of whatever background should be able to see themselves in film. But not at the expense of telling good stories. Well if it like just, we we don't do you don't do it just to do it. Like you do it because it makes sense and it works. And it's important because here's the thing, like it's it's a much more complicated issue. The the representation of films is much more complicated because you should be able if stories are good and your characters are good and they have traits that are worth emulating, you should be able to see yourself in the character no matter the character's mm-hmm. appearance. Whether it be a woman or a white man or a black man or or whatever you know different from your own view, but it is important to see people that look like you mm-hmm. in film and and Marvel has done that and they've done more of it recently. I mean, doing a ton of it in the Eternals. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a it's an extremely complicated situation and and it's important. I, I think that. What messes these movies up is when we get this like oversimplified, dumbed down version mm-hmm. of, oh yeah, here's somebody that looks like you, but the movie sucks.
0: Well, like I feel like that ghost that last Ghostbusters movie kind of fell in that trope. It's like Absolutely. And they're women. And the movie's terrible.
1: Right. It it all comes then back. Then they're just confused. Ooh. They're like, why don't you love it? We put we we painted by the numbers, we put a woman in it. Right. Why don't you love it? And that's
2: the thing, like I don't really care like what actors or actresses are in these roles. I just want to see good stories.
1: Mm-hmm. Nothing should ever come at the expense of a good story. The the, the story, and-
2: if you're making a movie, the story is, hands down, the most important element of it. Yeah, and the, as the CGI, as the, the art design, all those things are secondary to the story. And none of it, because none of it matters if the story sucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And as long as the people behind these movies remember that, uh, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. They just they have to remember that. Yeah. Not yeah. all of them do.
0: And you know and i also feel like it, it is also a disservice to like be like oh we cast a you know whatever different not white man actor and then just you expect that to prop the movie up instead of actually putting forth the effort to tell a really well-rounded story again
2: yeah i would um, think that would be offensive but what do i know but let's let's uh <laughs> let's move on mm-hmm. uh the other thing that we had we really didn't have much else. What else did we have? We had a new Loki trailer.
0: Yes, which
2: um, I, I mean, love Loki. a little new footage. I I'm I'm just super <laughs> excited about Loki. I think that might have been the series. He is burdened that f- with glorious purpose. Yeah, like I mean, the Bad Batch
0: is fine, but I really couldn't care less. I really just want Loki to be here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: who would have ever thought i'd say that about something like star wars. what do
2: y'all think about the day change? i mean it was inev- inevitable that that was coming at some point but um loki's going to be on wednesdays. cool.
1: that means we get it 2 days earlier. that's that's fine <laughs> with me. Mm-hmm.
2: but no i mean the the new trailer looks like a lot of fun. um i mean tom hiddleston is just I mean he, he's great in that role mm-hmm. um, it's gonna be fun kind of seeing because that was one of the things. Loki it was it was nice I mean the storytelling was great you know Loki and and Thor kind of getting on the same page but let's be honest Loki was a lot more fun when he was kind of the the rogue oh yeah and, yeah uh, and,
1: and the more I thought about it you know party was like the when I first this was first announced I was like oh but I want to see the Loki that we got to know over all the years but the more I thought about it that character kind of had a full comp- – let's say that he's – because there's still the possibility they could bring that Loki back and be like, oh, he tricked, whatever. But let's just say he's dead. Mm-hmm. Dead, dead.
0: <laughs>
1: that character had a full beginning, middle, and end arc that is, like, completed. And it's kind of nice that we get to have that full arc mm-hmm. and then it's done and still get Loki. It's like we we actually get to have our cake and eat it too. Yep. In this case. It's true. Yeah,
2: And I, I'm excited to see, because I mean, clearly what we're doing is we've got the TVA that's trying to make him fix all yeah. the things that he has messed up by, yeah. you know, taking the stone.
1: Thank, thank God for Owen Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but the other hilarious. thing is, is like the TVA thinks that they're, that they're the ones pulling the strings and. I don't. I'm. I'm relatively certain that's not where this ends. I don't think that they can. I think Loki is going to be more than they can handle.
1: Oh yeah. So
2: <laughs> I. I can't wait to see how that goes down. And uh, Owen Wilson looks like he's going to be fantastic in this.
1: It looks like he's having so much fun. Yeah. He really
0: absolutely does. So. Yeah.
2: Any other thoughts on on the Loki trailer? It wasn't much, like, like I said, it wasn't much key. to it. But it's kind of like we we also got a um, we finally finally. It feels like we've been waiting forever. A teaser for Stranger Things. Yep. Um, I'm curious to see where they're going with it. I mean, what do you think about it, David? I mean, they didn't really. There's it's a teaser. I mean, it's the definition <sighs> of a teaser. There ain't nothing in it. <laughs>
1: I guess it's just. So, it's back at the facility, so either Eleven ends up back at that facility, or it, they're just going to be doing some flashbacks. Because, I mean, yes, Millie Bobby Brown has grown, but you can shave her head and and make her look the same age. Like I think Or just use footage. You know I'm sure mean?
0: there's unused footage from the first season somewhere.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so it looks like we're going to be getting some flashbacks, maybe learn more about what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is, you know, I have mixed feelings about Stranger Things overall because I love all of it. I love season one, two, and three. I love it, but there's a part of me that kind of—it's kind of lost the stranger uh, part of it. You know, I kind of like the idea of like I like the feeling, the the mystery. I like the feeling that the mystery gave me. You know, we don't always have to know all the answers, what was going on. It can be mysterious and like if let's say that there was never a season two or three made and we just had season one, we'd probably look back on that being like, Wow, that was an incredible little oh, piece of show. It'd be you know one of
2: I mean? the best it'd be one of the best limited series ever made.
1: Exactly. And yeah. so that that a little bit of that magic has kind of been lost the more answers we get. For example, that whole episode, that episode everybody hates where Millie, not Millie, Eleven meets like her sisters and whatever. Like, right. You know, the more we get, it kind of kills the, mag- <laughs> the magic. And so I yeah. hope that this season doesn't fall into that trap of telling us too much about what was going on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they've made a good show. I have faith. It's, it's going to be. I'm excited to see it. I'm going to binge watch the whole thing when it comes out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm excited for it. It, it's, uh, It's one of those that I sort of kind of felt like they should have wrapped things up at the end of season three. But, I mean, there's more story they want to tell. I mean, they've done a great job so far. So, yeah, I'm along for the ride. I want to see where it's going.
0: Like you said, you know. It's it's one of those things where it's like even when you're like oh I don't love that th- I mean am I gonna not watch it
2: no right well, that's the thing is like I kind of felt like they had kind of I think kind of this for some of the same reasons that David is saying I I kind of felt like it had sort of run its course mm-hmm. um, and of course then they ended it on a cliffhanger and you know
0: always with the cliffhangers <laughs> so
2: so then you kind of need them to go forward with it but it's um. Uh, it felt like it was starting to lose something, and hopefully they find some way to recapture that this season.
1: Mm-hmm. I still love season three, by the way. It's like, a good season.
2: No, season three's a great season. It's in fact, I think I like season three more than season two.
1: I agree. I, I like season three a lot. I love I love everything they've done with Steve. That's like the, that's his name, right? Yeah 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 okay for a second i was like is that not saying no i love everything done with him it's amazing that's the best part um so i mean I, i'd probably rewatch season three before watching rewatching any other season to be honest but still like I, there's still a bit of magic
2: missing from it so mm-hmm. yeah all right well uh did anybody have anything else
0: I haven't been on the internet, so I don't.
2: Well, know that's all the that's on. all the items I had on my list. <laughs> and I know there were a few other little things going on, but I, I needed to do more kind of research on them before we dug too deep into them. And yeah, there's some things I there. There's a few little news things kind of in the world of fantasy novels, fiction uh, writing that I need to cover at some point. But there are also things that um. Maybe better cover it in like little shorts, maybe mm-hmm. even on the YouTube channel. Cause there are things that I think there's things that I care about that nobody else here really cares about <laughs> with some <laughs> of the stuff going down in the fantasy writing world. Mm-hmm. Um, that may be better. It's we've discussed them on here before and you know, some of those things, and it's usually me talking and nobody's responding. <laughs> And I'm going, uh, uh yeah. okay. It, I'm it kinda, like, yeah,
1: that sounds, that sounds great. Yeah,
2: it kind of drags down the pacing. So gotta, I, I've been trying to figure out what needs to go on the YouTube channel. I'm kind of thinking stuff like that. And I'm sure we all have things like that that could mm-hmm. go on there. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, anybody got anything else we need to mention before we wrap this up?
0: I don't think so. No.
2: All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Science Fictionary Podcast. Until next time, David, where can people find you?
1: You guys can find me on Twitter at David underscore JG Peoples.
2: All right, Marisha?
0: You can find me on Instagram at princesses underscore and underscore Padawans, and I am padawans on Twitter.
2: All right, you can find me at psi underscore fictionary on Twitter. You can drop us a line at sciencefictionary at com. As always, you can find all of our content in one place at the sciencefictionary.com and as always, be sure to check out red5network.com and at red5network for all of the rest of the Red 5 podcast family. And until next time, live long and prosper.